Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. However you like to do it, indoors, outdoors, in the gym or playing the field, you know that being fit comes with benefits. At Lifestyle Sports, we have the sportswear for you. Brands that turn you on. Innovation that gives you the edge and no strings advice. So you can choose life with benefits. Style with benefits. Sports with benefits. Your life, your style, your sports. At lifestylesports.com. Welcome everybody to the Blood and Mud podcast. Hello. The Hello. podcast that's been transferred to a new gas provider this week. Oh. I've been only because I've been one of the ones where it's gone bust. Oh. Oh well. I was get I was I was on brand, right? I was with the yeah, People's yeah. Energy Company. I've I've seen the adverts for them several times and I've been tempted to switch, but you know. I was only with them result. because I'm with that look after my bills <laughs> shit. Oh, they yeah, just yeah. tell you and every they now and again, they go, I'm moving you to the right when you go, fine, yeah, whatever. So yeah. guess what they move me to now? British gas. Uh, Can you imagine what I've got coming my way? A fucking bazooka of increased direct debits <laughs> asks is what's coming my way. Yeah, I'm with, I think I'm with Empower, and they haven't done anything particularly bad to me yet, but I'm... <laughs> I'm just waiting, you know. I've been on these shitty tin pot ones, as, as Ben Russell points out. I've been with the equivalent of the East Blood and Mud Gas and Oil Company, whatever you want to call it, for the past exactly. couple of years. None of them do smart meters. I've still been having to like fucking unlock my gas box outside and everything. These <laughs> British gas will all be smart metered up. I was going to say, I have got a smart meter now. And to be fair, I mean, it feels like a bit of a fucking like robot snitch. You know, because <laughs> yes. it's like, yeah. fuck you telling British gas I'm using too much fucking gas today. Well, I had a smart meter put in when I was with First yeah. Utility, and then I moved on to all these tin pot providers that didn't have the functionality. Oh, so no. Oh, no, we don't do that. Um, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> right, so, um, yes. so, well, speaking of things not working... I was going to say, at least we're fucking internet, in, mate. Yeah. I imagine we're going to have millions of people here today, because what else are you going to be doing? Yeah, it's not like you're going on fucking WhatsApp or scrolling mindlessly through Instagram or getting into arguments with your relatives about politics on Facebook tonight. <laughs> yes. God, no. Can't have a row with your racist cousin tonight, can you? So it's a DM. 
You yeah. can definitely, you can still have a row with a racist on Twitter, though. So, you well, know, that, is that option yeah. is open. <laughs> and there's loads of them on there. So you won't be sport for choice. So we're, um, yeah, we're actually, so we're only on, <laughs> normally we're on the live stream. Hello, those of you can see us. Hello. Um, yeah. We're also on the podcast, for those of you who haven't yeah. bothered watching. Because we've got no Facebook, we're only on YouTube this week. And I thought as a special treat, mm-hmm. I'm doing inverted commas, treat. Yeah. We'd leave it open for everyone to have a look, not just patrons, in case you want to get involved in it. Especially me, because Josh, your the, your backdrop is looking wonderful. It's it's the. New... I mean, you know, I've gradually been kind of chipping away at my new background. As it was when we first came in a couple of weeks ago, it was just there. Then it was blue, and now it's got some guitars and a, yeah. a poster of a gig that never happened in 1953 in Back to the Future in uh, 1955. I should say, slightly what? above my head. This side here, which is the more ramshackle shelving mm-hmm. and look at those terrible lamps that have been here since we moved in they've got to go you can't see <laughs> it from already... here, but the middle of that is like a goat of mendez brass thing oh nice like, a, I mean... like the devil himself on the wall <laughs> so um yeah that's coming down so that's where my guitars are going to go so it'll be all guitars all the time oh, in the backdrop people soon will enough. just like i mean never let it be said that we're nothing if not extremely predictable and on brand exactly so uh yeah so well Good luck, everyone. In Indeed. the in now the, the Facebook rapture has arrived and the end is night. Oh, Harley Worthy asks a very good important question. Big light or lamp in the room um, presently? Always big light in here, because A, I haven't got a very good lamp in here yet. And also I feel like it could get a bit Leslie Grantham with if you get if you just have a sort of little lamp off to the side, there's a bit too much uplighting going on there, you know. Well, You've got to be downlit if possible. Well, you say that. I'm, I'm in front of the screen now, but I'll, I'll do this now because I probably can. Uh, 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 uh. It's lamp, everybody. Oh, hello. In this room, it's lamp. There we go. I do want, I did wonder if people, you know, people just sitting at home, tenterhooks, just, you know, waiting for the reveal. Did I give it away too easy is what I'm saying. I think saying. you might have, I don't you know. know. You, well, yeah, I just sort of went straight in there, didn't I? Yeah, I, I, I basically forgot the terms of my own game, which... <laughs> <laughs> well, plenty of people go mad with power, do Josh? Let's be honest. Indeed, create something. Let's face it. And you go mad with power like con- set blatter. Yeah. Forget, forget the rules, and, you, and it just careens out of your own control. You know. Yeah. So there you go. Hello, I'm Lee. Everybody, and over there is. Hi, I'm Josh. You know that, don't you? We're on the live stream, as people know. The people who do mm-hmm. tune in will notice, and Anna S has noticed. We're on different sides this week. Yeah. And I said, Josh being on the left of the screen. Normally I log in first, then Josh doesn't. So that's how we get the, that's how it the puts correct it. order. I think we can drag each other across and swap them over. But we're not going to do that. We could do. I, I, you know, it's just we like, like to discombobulate you. Yeah, it's like Anton Deck being on the wrong side when the, you know, this, <laughs> yes, it, it, is. it fucks, it fucks with people's heads. Yeah. That's how that's that's the true horror of watching the live stream. You never know which way around we're going to be now. So we are on Acast, as you know. We're on Apple and all that stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, I'm at Blood and Mud on the Twitter, and you are... are. No, I'm also uh, at Josh... bloodandmud.com. Sorry, I've only finished my bit off. What about you, uh, And I am at Josh Gardner, uh, or at Rucked underscore mag, or indeed uh, Josh at rubbishitwatch.com. But then you knew that already. You didn't know all this already. Those of you, yeah. I mean, some of you have just joined on, the, on a live stream for the first time might not know that, but anyway, here, here we are. Um. We are on patreon.com. 
Blood and Mud, if you want to come along and join in and get yourself some extra stuff, two quid a month mm-hmm. for all the extra episodes, the live stream most every week, the Facebook group when it's working. I mean, what can we do? I mean, what, there's no Facebook. We can't even do a WhatsApp group to replace it. We can't do an Instagram. No, group, so. I mean, we could do a Skype group. My kids talk about their private snap, and it upsets me. I, it, it conjures up all kinds of images. Yeah, but uh, stays, keep that as far from your brain as you humanly can. I yes, think. indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, so Facebook group, which I'm sure will work again at some point. Um, you can come um, in there. Yeah, right now it's it's... There's not a lot going on, but usually it's fucking banging over there. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, very good. Good mm. chats. Everyone keeps it, you know, nice and civil. Indeed. Lots of kitten pictures right now. Yes. Lots of kitten, double kittens right now, which is a wonderful thing. Might even be yeah. some puppy pictures later. Who knows? You know, you no, never know with the group. You never know. It's just it's just wonderful and chit chat. Mm. Anyway, so gotta get yourself over there. Um, yeah, or there's five pound a month or fifty quid for the year, and you can get yourself in the VIP for names. We thought we'd reached our limit, Josh, but oh no, people never fail to amaze us. I know. I mean, I was when you sent me some names earlier. I was just like, "What are these fucking lunatics doing?" But apparently, <laughs> but apparently, we're very this thankful. Is worth very, yeah. very thankful. But <laughs> we yes. genuinely are. Um, yes, it never yeah. ceases to amaze us. It doesn't. I mean, quite literally, it doesn't cease to amaze me. But uh, yeah, you're you're you going to go first. You got more than I will, go first. I will you. go first. Yeah. So first of all, we've got Gary Gorge, longtime friend of the pod. To be fair, mm-hmm. who once trolled me via Patreon uh, <laughs> contributions by setting his contributions to the, to the score that uh, New Zealand uh, that South Africa beat England by in the World Cup final. So I've got a lot of time for Gary, but he's 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 in VIP now. Hello, Gary. Even he's forgiven me for for my absolute. Disgraceful chitter chat about air crash investigations and the assumptions I was making about it last week, with him being his job. Also, found another airline pilot in the Facebook group. It's been the best rugby Facebook group chat I've ever had because it's been wall to wall aircraft shit. It's been wonderful. So, if you're into that, pay really, the money and get yourself. I tell you in what, there. it has really two things that really fucking set the old Facebook group off, like <laughs> rarely seen before air crash investigation chat and acceptable shit house dictators fuck it out there's been a there's been a lot of correspondence <laughs> it's on almost that. like people's tuning not for the rugby but there you go <laughs> quite uh anyway gary gorge gets up hello gary All right, so prop gary the gorge the gorge mm-hmm. they call him lives up to his name on two counts one because he gorges on a full kebab garlic and chili nice. sauce no salad Standard. 10 minutes yep. before the kickoff of every game he once got incredibly upset and had to smash up a changing room because they were playing on tour abroad and they said, just go through your normal routines pre-game, lads. And he got very upset because he couldn't find a kebab. It was a kebab-free country they were in. Oh, and he got very, very upset. He's also called the Gorge because he has an absolutely massive gap in his front teeth. <laughs> Look, it both works, you know. What have you got, Josh? Uh, I've got uh, another uh, a regular contributor to uh, the pod, uh, James Reese, who's uh, up this contribution, I believe. Uh, James Reese, Reese's pieces, as he's known to his teammates, uh, due to his tendency to reduce his opposition ball carriers to their constituent parts, not because he's a big fan of those horrible peanut butter flavoured American candies like E.T. Um, however, also, like E.T., uh, he never forgets to phone his mum uh, on the bus home from away games due nice to a constant a nice fear. Touch. Well, he's just got a constant fear that she'll have moved house while he was out 
and he'd be orphaned. Uh, he's thirty-eight. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think you should know that your mum moving doesn't make you an orphan. I think you know he needs to, he needs to maybe reflect on that a little bit. I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot to unpack there. But I mean, yeah, you could argue that the semantics of the orphan stuff is probably the stage two. But stage one is, is is everything else. Who have I got next? I've got Patrick Banks, who's joined the VIP. Hello, Patrick. Uh, Fullback and place kicker for no diggity RFC, Patrick Banks. Known as Panko. Yep. Uh, because he was known as Banco for yep. obvious reasons, right? But this changed to Panko as he has a tendency to crumble in pressure moments. Hello. Hello. Eh? I was waiting for some breadcrumb chat there, and you didn't leave me disappointed. My uh, my wife, the first time she bought panko breadcrumbs, I was like, "What the f- what the fuck's this for? Why have you bought a bag of breadcrumbs when you can just make breadcrumbs with the stale bread we always have knocking around?" And then, of course, well, we use them. Experience what? And you're like, "Why have I been wasting like? my time yeah, fucking yeah. toasting and blitzing <laughs> bread what like a fucking shit? idiot for all these years?" <laughs> the other thing my wife's discovered is, you know, Korean fried chicken. Yep. Shortcut to it, right? Bear with mm-hmm. me. With you. Uh, get some yogurt and roll roll the chicken in it. Smash up a load of cornflakes. Okay. Yes. And roll it I'm in the cornflake. Oven. Yeah. Oven it for about half mm-hmm. an hour. It comes out super crispy because it's cornflakes, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you buy. You've got to buy this special Korean chili shit to make this hot chili sauce that you pour on top. You know, never, Still, never don't say you don't get tips on here. We know, well, we know what your fucking delivery situation is like. You've got to, you know, do the best of your abilities. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you... to. I'm going to break off here because we. <laughs> no, we absolutely need to. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> so, do you want to read that, Josh? Oh, Harley Worthy says uh, in in relation to the James Reese. Uh, name uh, a mate of mine actually came back from scout camp once to find out that his parents had moved <laughs> right harley do don't do it that? now but i want a full report on Absolutely. what happened afterwards <laughs> in the dms or in the in the patient dms or in in the and uh, we need to know more wonderful so thank Glorious you patrick stuff. by the way Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, mine next, I believe. Uh, and mine is uh, David Widowson, or Widowson, um, the Widowmaker, as he was yes. obviously nicknamed uh, before any of his teammates had actually even got to see him play. Um, and it's now more of an ironic nickname, really, as despite him being built like a prototypical tight head prop, uh, his abiding and serious claustrophobia makes him entirely unsuited to sticking his head between the heads of two strangers who are trying to make his spine collapse. Um, still, screaming is very effective at disorientating his opponents, who regularly actually ask for refs to go to uncontested scrums because, honestly, that guy is freaking them the fuck out. <laughs> Thank you, David. Finally, this week, we just simply got Mark... Just like Prince, but much more low rent. Not his real name. Yeah. Uh, his, his actual real name is Blaine Inkelfudgenacker. Um, but he took on the single moniker. Well, it was mm-hmm. given to him after his, because his teammates, because his Tourette's just call, causes him to shout Mark all the time oh. while oh, he's playing. Yeah, Even yeah, yeah. during like opposition kicks at goal and everything. Oh, so there's God, a hush. Yeah. And they're about to start around and he goes, Mark! 
But they can't have a go at him because because he can't help it. I mean, if nothing else, minimum. it's going to be it's going to be really useful when he is calling a mark. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, he can't yeah. never not. Or sometimes though, the counter attacks on and he calls the yeah, mark, and he'll just call the mark. Get a bit. Well, they can't be too pissed off at him because he can't help no, it. He can't help you it. Know. It's not his fault. Thank you very much, everybody who submits to the VIP. Indeed, Amazingly, we, we still keep pulling these bios out of our arse. And I'll be honest, <laughs> they stink like they come out of yeah, our arse now. Some of them are awful. but That's you what know. you're paying for. Don't exactly. say we haven't warned you. Absolutely. Shall we begin as we always begin, Josh? I think we better add. With a spotting of a player. You know, otherwise, what else are we going to do? Well, new, recent new VIP, Mithra, uh, David mm-hmm. the Widowmaker Widowson screams Hello. into the void. Uh, well, actually, doesn't he? he sends it on the Patreon messages. He says this. He says, about four years ago, I was sitting with my daughter in a cafe in France outside one of their walled towns. You'd have to narrow it down more, wouldn't you? But... I mean, there's a shitload of them. They're all lovely, to be fair. I've been to Montreux-sur-Mer, which is walled mm. as fuck. And it's, <laughs> it's no longer Sur-Mer. It's all suited right. up. It's like about two miles inland now. Oh, mm. A bit of Les Mis was, was set there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he says, I was enjoying Memory a coffee, or it may have been a beer, when two athletes mm-hmm. ran across the boule piste. I don't know what that is. Boule is a no, game, isn't it? Probably. He says, the first one leant on a tree talking loudly to a lady sitting a few tables away and peeled off his spangly vest, but kept his spangly trainers on. It was none other than the hask. Oh. I said to my daughter, who was texting her appalling boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I said, look, it's James Haskell. She looked up and said, twat, then went back to texting. Perfect. I think that must have been a Pavlovian response, says David. <laughs> Learned from years of watching rugby with me, as otherwise I would not have expected to, to use such vile language. The Haskell and his mate, who I didn't recognise, stood there talking loudly for 10 minutes, then put a spangly vest back on and ran off again. Four years ago in France, running about the spangly vest, what would have been that for? That, would have been, that was well know. after his racing days. But honestly, like, what are you doing? Just taking your vest off to talk to a woman. Talking sake. loudly at women. Well, David, I, I don't know how things... Four years is a long time, so I don't know if the daughter's still with the appalling boyfriend, but um, <laughs> let us know how it went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that's, that's, that situation has resolved itself to your satisfaction. Speaking of daughters, mine's 18 next year, and I was yep. a bit late getting here because I've had to go to a local hotel because it's where she wants her 18th birthday party. Right. In the function room. Mm-hmm. So we go in there. They go, right, how many people? Yada. Food you want? Blah, 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 blah. So DJ, yes. Decoration, yeah. Do you want a flower wall? I said, what's that? <laughs> Which apparently is is a wall of flowers. You have your photos taken in front of them. You have to have it a dedicated photo point now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yes. Uh, they then So she then adds up. and She gets a calculator out of the woman. She goes... 1800 quid. I said, I said, what have you just, I said, I said, what have you just put into that calculator? What, what, what are flowers made of? <laughs> what a calculator. So, well, how much is the DJ? Yeah, and how much is the, well, on, where's 180 quid that you're not accounted for? Uh, Dorman. <laughs> the council won't let them have 18th birthday parties in the venue without Dorman, which we have to pay for. Amazing. I mean, Tell you, what. you could have just been like, don't worry, I've got, I'll probably break out my old Dorman's card from back in my student days. I'll exactly. I could deal with these 18 year old yeah. bricks. But it's a, yeah, the, um, yeah, but um, 
honestly, those of you with kids that were quite young, what you find is it's kind of I'll give you a tip here, right? It's a sandwich. Years mm. zero to four costs you a fucking fortune because you've got to put them in nursery, which mm. is like having another house. Yep. Then they go to school and it's okay. You've got to pay for us for school club. And I mean, the shoes are expensive, but that's fine. They're in bed every night. It's all fine. Then you get to this age. It's driving lessons, only branded clothing, £1,800 <laughs> parties. Do you know what I mean? They eat more than three horses. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Honestly. It's a good job you love them. I mean, you can almost say that, like, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of lulling you into a very false sense of security between in that sort of thirteen or fourteen years in between, where you sort of you've got fourteen years to get over the initial shock of how much they've costed you, and then you have to sort of, and then you just get, and then you got university as well, I suppose, which is another. Yep, seven to four, well, she wants to be a nurse, so she'll get a fees paid for that. So that's something, something yeah. But uh, yeah, so but seven to fourteen is the dream. They, they can get up mm. and operate without being in constant danger, like they are <laughs> like under four. They can't. You, yeah. You've 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 screamed at them enough that they actually behave themselves by then. Mm-hmm. And they're in bed every night. You know exactly where they are. You know you can tell them who they are and are not allowed to see all that stuff. <laughs> you get to decide what parties happen. Oh, I'll tell you yeah. what, I hate the party days. you aren't going to. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not, not going to that him. part. His mum's a twat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And all that stuff, yeah. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Still not like me, as you know. But, uh... <laughs> so anyway, that's the play spotted. Thank you very much. Indeed. One, David, for coming into the VIP, and two, for sending us a, a play spotted. Anybody else who's got any play spotted out there, you can send them to leeupbloodandmud.com, or the DMs are open, or the Patreon messaging service. Spare no mundane detail. If it Absolutely. involves swearing at James Haskell... All the better. I mean, it's yeah. It, how could you not? Like, I know he's a very large man, and you probably wouldn't want to annoy him too much. But like, like you say, it's Pavlovian. Yeah, You're just going to look I mean, at just that looking at this thing, prick. I've told the story before. My wife is not a huge fan of rugby. She'll watch it. She knows I like it. But if it's on the telly, I turn it on once. Invidale was on for three seconds. She went, "Who is this cunt?" Three seconds, <laughs> honestly. Same with Haskell. That is, that is roughly so it's not just the time me. it takes, yeah, for somebody to make a snap judgment about John Inverdale's personality and character. Completely agree. Uh, but yeah, I've had a Facebook thing, sorry, a, a WhatsApp thing pop up. I thought it might have been fixed. It just simply says some message is not sent. Yeah, it's been the same <laughs> since quarter to five. I know that. The yes. way telling me again now. We could just steam into Facebook as it comes back online, which will be the first thing back on Facebook. Is us. I mean, can't even set it up. It's the big banner saying, no, you can't do Facebook. <laughs> right, so thank oh. you very much everyone for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you. I suppose we better do some news. It's uh, We're rattling through this this week. We have got a Your So Club coming up. I think I can't ever yes. mention that last week and then didn't do it. But we ran out of time. Uh, yeah, you did, because we just fucking went on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Promise not we'll to go on this week, and we'll yeah. do it. So, news. Do you want to start? Is any news we got? Um, Samoa Samoan Rugby Union has kind of half said they aren't, but kind of are pulling out of their autumn commitments. They were supposed to be playing Spain, Georgia, and the Barbarians. They've now said they're not playing Georgia a little bit or spain but they are trying to they're trying to sort of pull together enough people who are based in europe and elsewhere to 
fulfill the barbarians fixture because which is basically because <laughs> this is fucking mental right if you test positive for coronavirus mm-hmm. Samoa will not let you in for six months doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or what you did as long as you know I mean um go on it's a lot <laughs> you gotta remember like, the history though, live there. lest we forget I mean, remember how flu got it, there yeah, yeah. They were happy living without flu until New Zealand sent a fucking ship full of it without any, yeah. without so much as a bar yeah. you leave and breaking loads of rules because they're arseholes. So, yeah, you can see why so, they I may mean, be a I little bit toey about it. I understand why they're a bit funny about it, but it's like, oh, well, yeah, of course, like, surely somebody could have seen this coming. <laughs> that nobody, used, as it is, only about sort of five or six of Samoa's squad usually are actually based in Samoa, yeah. so it should be fine. I think they question. probably would have had a lot more. And they're also not doing the Dubai 7s this year either. Cause... So I think those things are even more affected. And they probably would have played a lot less of the big lads, big name lads. I mean, um, I'm sure they play lots of big lads, otherwise it's very silly. Um, against Spain and Georgia, you can imagine certainly against Spain, they would have probably picked played a much less strong team than they would against the Barbarians. But, um, yeah, so TBD, I guess, whether the Barbarians will have to find somebody else to play in November. It's been going well for them in COVID times, this whole Barbarians thing, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Yes. If, there's any, if there's any concept in, in sort of sport that is more unsuitable to pandemic times, it is the Barbarians. Because it's like, let's get a bunch of people from a load of different environments and stick them together in an environment where they mainly get pissed for a fortnight and then we'll send them off again. Isn't Quade like, Cooper going to the Barbarians? Cooper, Cooper's in the Barbars team. Uh, quite a lot of big lads, uh, big names in there. I think quite physically big lads as well. Um, I think the entire bomb squad is uh, in from this time, which will be fun. Um, but again, TBD, who knows? Mm. Yeah, so yeah, Kitschoff and Mal Herber have joined uh, your man Malcolm Marks today in uh, Antoine Vermeulen. So it's like, yeah, just a lot of big lads in that pack, and then Quay Cooper just <laughs> running around behind them. I'm into it. Do you know who the president of the Barbarian FC now is, though? Is it is it John Spencer? It's John Spencer. Yes, because the the Barbarians are <laughs> building a hugely exciting squad for the Kill It Cup. On, fucking Kill It Cup again. Even oh. Kit Soft has Sof. joined. Yeah. Franz Malherbe. <laughs> Malcolm Marx. Uh, I can't whistle like that for some reason. Uh, yeah. So Saturday 27th of November is not very far away for them to have no idea who they're playing. But... Well, the first weekend of the Autumn Internationals is in th- it's three weeks on Saturday, isn't it? It's a, it's a lot sooner than most teams in the Northern Hemisphere would like it to be, given the fucking current state of their injury situations, I would imagine. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to happen very soon. So, And also, speaking of this, in other news, uh, South Africa have also said they ain't coming if they have to be in a bubble again, which I get it. The box have been in a bubble of some kind since before the Georgia game, which was bef- back when I still had hope in 
and sort of some semblance of optimism about the soul of rugby union. Um, that's how long ago that was. And yeah, okay, okay. They before I mean, this July. podcast started, yeah, okay, it was July. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they you know they had their families in the bubble with them for the Lions too, so that would have been nice. But then they've been right back under very strict rules in Australia for the rugby championship, and it genuinely is a testament to their professionalism and their team spirit that they've kept performing right until the very end because they must be fucking sick of going from a training pitch to a fucking hotel room every day and not even being able to go out for coffee. Look what happened to Argentina. You know, they had one week left of this and they just all went fucking mental and thought <laughs> we're going to go to the beach, lads. I can't handle this anymore. And the thing is, I mean, you know, there's a lot of player welfare chit-chat, isn't there, about oh, concussion yeah. and, and how much you play. And actually this... that. For me, it's a significant, another, significant yeah, player welfare mental issue. Fucking, that, mental fucking welfare is... Yeah. And Mark Alexander, Zander, the uh, SA Rugby president, says um, that another strict bio bubble is out of the question. It will break the players. And yeah, he's probably fucking right. And the problem is, of course, that they are on the red list still. So, yeah. My sister-in-law's from Cape Town and my brother-in-law and her... I suppose we've gone to South Africa for Christmas, so they've mm. got no idea that's actually going to be coming off. No. And, yeah, there looks it looks like there's no, like, chance of the UK pulling South Africa off the red list, so the only solution seems to be to try and bribe Jersey into doing it again, I guess. <laughs> do, the, do the South African lads fancy two weeks on Jersey? Kind of wandering around and training at world-class facilities, but maybe having to go, because, like, you know, I can't see any... There's no way they're going to be off the red list. The depressing levels of vaccination rates by of pro athletes in the UK at the moment means that there's no way that everybody else isn't going to be in a pretty hefty bio-bubble. So let's just... Yeah. Let, tell you what, let's give them the autumn off, because, quite frankly, they've been through some shit these past few months. As yeah, much I as you know. hate them and like winding them up, I mean, as yeah, players, it's been a... It's been a tough yeah, well, old time. On and a we purely could just, human level. Yeah. But we could just replicate playing them by making Sale play everyone. Mm. Just do that instead. Exactly. There's there's almost as many Springboks in the Sale squads as there is in the actual Springbok squads. So it's, you know, broadly the same. Uh, yeah, lots of chat in the in the comments about some people have just made the decision. A bit like uh, Ben Young's did for the Lions, didn't he? So I'm just not yeah. doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm not willing to put myself through that. Thanks very much. No. And, uh, you know, I do not blame anybody for going, you know, I'm fucking sick of this. I just want to go home. Yeah. Like, I've got tickets for the Australia game. I know lots of people have bought tickets for all the other games over this autumn because we want to go and watch rugby again. But if South Africa decide they don't fancy it because they've been in there for 18 weeks, um, then... <laughs> You know what, lads? Fucking crack on. Well, okay. So that's that bit of news. Well, there was a couple of bits mm -hmm. of news there, wasn't there? Kind of blended into yeah, each other. Kind of a two-headed news monster. Um, what else have we got here? Saracens have been taken <laughs> over. Yes, by a consortium led by Francois Pinas. He's always he loves this club. He's forever around. What is it with South Africa and Saracens? Because they were, you know, previously there was a South African consortium involved in Saracens and then they fucked off. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it sort of 
I mean, if anything, they built all the Android labs, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. They were the kind they were of, the sort. They were the beginning of it. <laughs> they just come to see how they're going. They were the event that. horizon that sucked everything <laughs> into this black hole. Yeah, the, the 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 leader of the consortium is a bloke called Dominic Sylvester, who sounds like a Bond villain. I was going to say uh, that's got, that's got <laughs> you know dodgy who's, offshore interests written all over it. That yeah, name. Who's who's the chief of the N Star Group, which again sounds like a company that a Bond villain <laughs> that's would amazing. run. That, that's that like claims to be. It claims to be an insurance company. Yeah, it claims to be an insurance company, but they're actually, you know, breeding genetically engineered superhumans. I mean, it would scan, wouldn't it? I'm afraid I can't talk about that client's secret illegal (laughs) account. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it does mean the end of Nigel Ray uh, having a a a stake in East. He's got a minority, a significant minority minority stakeholder, and his and and Lisi Ray will remain as chief executive. So we haven't seen, Yeah. yeah. So we haven't seen the last of uh, of Nigel Ray's involvement in Saracens, I feel. Also, if, like the last time, the South Africans get on this consortium gets bored of not getting a return on investment in rugby union, which I could assume is what everyone who tries to invest in rugby union to make a profit ultimately comes out thinking, um, I'm sure he'll buy him back. He did last time, so... It's got a small. It's got a very strong meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I've just googled Dominic Sylvester, and Jesus, he looks like a fucking Bond villain. <laughs> like, I'm so, I, I don't wish to sort of cast aspersions on somebody, but like, if there's anybody that you just looked at and thought this bloke is fucking Bond villainy, bear with me. I'm going to bring it up onto the chat as we speak. Da, 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 da. Tell me, this man is not evil. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, he looks like an even more grim version of Lex Luthor. Exactly, he's he's Lex Luthor, but with a, a sort of we can both like look scared peeping over his shoulder on this layout. Look. Yeah, he looks as both. He looks like both the evil genius. Oh, I've done the wrong way. Fuck's sake! <laughs> I know he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's, he's like the he's like the evil villain, but with a hen. Yeah, this is really great radio. Where we're just making faces around the side of a silly photo, but yeah. he's he's a little bit. He's like henchman and main villain rolled into one. Like he's got the cold eyes of a killer, and then a sort of. You he's know, got that head doorman vibe. He runs the whole company. <laughs> he's a bit, he's a bit too old to be yeah. on the door full time, but he'll still yeah. fuck you up. But he's still the hardest bloke <laughs> in the company. And he was definitely dealing cocaine in Liverpool in the nineties. <laughs> he actually anyway, won the door. Yeah. He won all. <laughs> he, of the door yeah, war. he was the winner of the door. That's where he's got his money from. Public Sylvester's yeah. transition from <laughs> Liverpool narcos to Roland Saracens. It's a very natural path. All the story in the world. Is. <laughs> uh. Right, so yeah, so that's Saracen. So things rumble on, I guess. As, as yeah, they always I, have I don't, I don't foresee this doing anything to unsettle Saracen's kind of. A club statement said the investment towards... will be used for a number of improvements in the club, including redeveloping the West Stand to decrease the seating. I'm guessing, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, investing in women's sport fair dues, high performance training centre. Fucking hell, have they not been at high performance already? Have they been training in a medium performance <laughs> yeah, training centre? They're currently in their low performance training centre just to give everyone else a chance, you know. Apparently, like breaking news. 
Ben Russell says, Twitter is dying now. Oh, my God. Is this how the world ends? We all thought there'd be, like, some fireballs in oh, the sky, but it's not, we just turn off social media and everyone's going to start cracking each other's skulls open and feasting on the goo inside. What did you do on your last night on Earth? Well, I did a live stream podcast where we pretend to talk about rugby, but really we just talk about any old shit. And I just kept hitting, ref- pulling down to refresh my phone. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Nigel Ray says, I'm thrilled to hand over the current control to the consortium. You lie, you bastard. You're not thrilled, well, he's about, thr- anything he's thrilled about He's thrilled about the 30 million quid in his account. But I think he's got that... money now, Nigel. He's not thrilled about any of this. That's true, yeah. Doesn't that, you know, what's he going to do? Buy some more oak desks? He's, he's going to start some more property firms with this. Some brasso for pounds. the knobs on his doors. I don't know. What's he going to do? He's going to invest in some more small businesses. That's his real passion, you know. Investing in little startups that, you know, little little property development companies that, you know, just, just need somebody to take a chance on them. He just loves business. He just simp- he's going to be walking down the streets of North London Simply just yes. giving money to people. <laughs> Asking them if they like rugby, and if they say yes, say go and start a business with 500 quid. It'd be like the uh, the state senator in The Wire. <laughs> well, exactly I'm sorry like that, if I yeah. didn't ask for a receipt. And if I asked me, I'd go out tomorrow and do it again, tomorrow and the day after and the day after. <laughs> It's probably what he uh, said, but with a slightly different accent. Probably a slight, yeah, a slightly more polished accent. Sheep. As Rian Lowe says, that bloke looks like he developed Exeter's office park. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Exeter's office park doesn't exist. Right, so that's Saracens. Any more news from you? Uh, the Australian Rugby Union's going to take ownership of all the Super Rugby teams, which uh, seems like a sense. We're on the quiet, well, right? That's going to feed very strongly into the uh, Welsh Valleys idiot fan mentality, though, is it? See, you see. Yeah, and I mean, I get it, but it's like on the quiet. Australia have kind of been doing everything quite cleverly over the last twelve months. I'm worried. Mm. I'm worried that combined with their on-pitch performance, if they can get their fucking domestic structure sorted out, Australia might be good at rugby again. The fact is, Australia just the fuck. Whatever happens, right? They're just a hoot to watch at the minute. They are so much fun. An absolute hoot. <laughs> why, why would you not want that? I don't know. People can I, say, you know, I, I've got no time for people who say like South Africa are playing negative hate for rugby and it shouldn't be allowed or something because mm-hmm. you know rugby's a broad church and every there's many Absolutely. ways to skin it. But that doesn't excuse the fact that at the end of the day, Australia are a fucking hoot, and that's yeah. really what you want to be watching. But I worry that Australia might become... At the moment, they're fun because they are occasionally brilliant but also occasionally completely ramshackle and stupid. And I like them like that. Yeah. I don't want them to become, like, competent with it because then no, it would be, no, then it won't be fun want, anymore. Then you the don't want the early 2000s feeling. You don't want that no. vibe. You don't want the 99 to 2003 Australia no, vibe. No, you really do you? don't. Nobody enjoyed that because we all know they're absolutely terrible winners. <laughs> To a man, so the last thing he's wanted to be like genuinely properly challenged in the All Blacks and the box good. Ugh. Turns your stomach. Richard Laird said he's gutted that he's watching this tonight. Who will I listen to when I'm powerhousing the drive tomorrow? Richard, a few people say this that they've wasted the pod because they've watched us when they were going to such a place on Wednesday and needed us for the drive. And all I can assume is we're just—I was going—we're just magnetic. The minute you start watching, you can't—you can't turn this off. 
<laughs> it simply won't quit. So yeah. no. Yeah. Any more news? Uh, Semi Rodrandez out for four months because he injured his knee yes. at the Olympics and requires surgery. The Olympics was right ages ago. How have mm. they only worked this out now? <laughs> Did the Fiji has he been on the team... piss? Well, yeah, he's basically been on holiday for like six weeks. So they just not diagnose, they just not tell Bristol. And then he was like, Oh, by the way, my knee's fucked. We'll probably yeah. have to have a look at that. Don't take any photos of the waist. Keep me waist down out of the photo. Yeah, whatever you do, don't see that I'm limping heavily. Yeah. Um That's a, Borthwick twenty four makes a good point that in Ray, Australia. They're even relaxing Gitto's law so they can bring people like fucking Will Skelton back into the... That screams competency to me, and I do not fucking like no, it one bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it won't last long, because they're, they're never far away from wanting to lock people out oh, of the country, are they? A so, total I mean... fucking implosions, you know. If they love infighting even more, like almost as much as the Welsh, and it's only a matter of time. But, you know, we'll see. Speaking of injuries, um, Arthur, Arthur Vincent... Arthur Vincent is uh, is is injured and he's out for eight months. Oh, poor bugger. Yeah, so he's going to miss the Six Nations. And what else? I mean, that's about it, really. Yeah, George Ford won't cough up what Eddie Jones said to him when he told him he was dropped. (laughs) Yeah, which I imagine it wasn't that complex. It was probably like. And we're going to have a look at some other guys. You're still within our thought, you know, you're still going to be part of the EPS. Don't worry about it. We found another person that people think are too small. So, yeah, I can only have one at a time in the squad. I'm sorry, yeah. George. That's just Frank- the way it is. Frankly, I've got to find a place for Owen somewhere. I and... like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no, oh, yeah, obviously, I'm not dropping Owen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> why would I do that? Yeah. He just hasn't you know, played any good rugby. Well, he only moved in with me last months. week. I can't yeah. drop him. So. <laughs> And Richard would be all right, fucking terror, if I dropped him, because it will reduce the chippy northernness to a far too high a degree for him. Exactly. So, yeah, so there you go. So that's the news, I think. There's nothing else? No, I think we're good. Okie doke. Then shall we... Um, shall we... Well, well, I suppose we're, we're on to the weekend already, after 40 yeah. minutes. Good yeah. Lord, we might actually get out of here before the morning. So... At this point, then, we say goodbye to the listeners to our, who are not patrons, and off you mm-hmm. go, uh, because we're going behind a paywall for the lovely people who support us. See Bye. you all later. Bye. However you like to do it, indoors, outdoors, in the gym or playing the field, you know that being fit comes with benefits. At Lifestyle Sports, we have the sportswear for you. Brands that turn you on. Innovation that gives you the edge and no strings advice. So you can choose life with benefits, style with benefits, sports with benefits. Your life, your style, your sports at lifestylesports.com. At AIB, we don't make technology for you to bank. We make it for you to live. So you can apply and get a loan through your AIB app or online. All from the comfort of home. Banking to fit the way you live. AIB, we back doing. 
Lender criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only, subject to approval. Security may be required. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. We welcome back our non-patron listeners, although some of you non-patrons will be able to watch the video stream. I'll give you a double-handed wave. Hello. You won't get this next week. Uh, okay, so we do shit good to finish off. Before we do, uh, Willow, in friend of the pod, says that England and the Saxons permanently remind me of Paul Hodgson. That's how club they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go into, once it's again, the true, Martin though. Johnson it's black true, hole. Though. But Paul Hodgson was starting games for proper England. <laughs> As you know... Uh. That was the time when Wilkinson was just coming back from his injury. He must have just stood and yeah. looked left and right and gone, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? With these two? What? <laughs> I'm going to get myself injured again on purpose just to get out of here. <laughs> uh, right, so, sorry, those of you who mm. didn't hear that bit, who might have been listening who were non-patrons, we had, we had a You're So Club in the uh, patron bit, which went through a fantastic rundown of uh, You're So Club people who are now coaches now. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, honestly, that's in there. Quite a you thing. Fancy it. Yeah. So shit, good. What have you got to shit? Uh, shit is Dean Ryan accusing opposition players of feigning injuries. I mean, mate, come on. <laughs> Dean Richards, you mean? <laughs> yeah, Dean Richards. Sorry, yeah. Um, to be fair, I wouldn't have probably Dean Ryan did it. Dean, you know, Dean Ryan could do it all on. He's, he's just honest <laughs> as days long. Um, yeah, you don't get to make those accusations, mate, when you've been down a joke shop and had some blood capsules. Also. He shithousingly claimed that the referee that sent um, Tom Penny off for making contact with Jimmy Goppa's eye uh, on the weekend shouldn't have been assigned to this game because he was the same ref that missed Josh Bassett getting fucking his eyes rearranged by Carreras last season. And so he must have it in for them. It's like, here's an idea, Dean. Just tell your players to stop sticking their fingers in other people's eyes. And you will not have this problem. It's really easy. <laughs> really fucking easy. I'm afraid my player didn't do that. I've referred to my uh, my policeman's day book and I wrote down that that didn't happen. And it's a contemporaneous record, therefore. Yeah. Uh, and as you can see, my conscience is uh, totally clear. As <laughs> I can't emphasise enough the fact that Dean Richards was a policeman in the 70s and 80s. Can you? That was before the PACE Act. Can you imagine some of the shit? He fitted people up for. The pace that was in 1983. He was getting people to... Imagine what he got people to sign. Honestly. got no idea if he actually did. Caveat, caveat. Not Probably didn't. Almost certainly didn't. However, but, he did do know, it live on television have. and tried to diddle the whole sport. So <laughs> He did. So, you know, it's probably not a great guy. Uh, right. Yes. The pace Act is the Police and Criminal Evidence Act, by the way, which insisted that everything has to be on tape and recorded. And funny enough, people stopped confessing almost overnight. <laughs> it was incredible stuff. <laughs> something in the water. Maybe they, they removed lead from the fuel or something. That's what it was. It wasn't the fact everything was recorded, obviously. Absolutely not. Among other things, but that was one of the main changes. Anyway, um, okay, so... What else have we got the shit? Anything? Oh, we got it. Ellis Davis gets in touch. He said, shit is locking my keys and thus all my gear in the car so I couldn't play a gig on Friday. He said, however good is that I meant I could watch Scarlet's match instead. Scott Williams, Sam Costello and Xiaomi Calamaphoni, all excellent. excellent. We're showing some promise. We still need some locks, though, it says here. Standard Scarlet's. I mean, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I tell you uh, what, though. Mm-hmm. Like, tell you what is shit is all of the people on whatever remaining social networks that currently are still functional going. You know what? You could just you could just talk to someone instead, or, uh, or read a book. You know, get fucked. I want to doom scroll. <laughs> leave us, leave us to our doom scrolling. And you assume, you assume we're not doing that anyway. Exactly. I'm usually doing I'm that doing while I'm watching television. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing it while I'm doing this podcast. My wife came right in. Now. My wife came in the other day on, on Saturday. I was in the living room. I had the, I had, the, mm. I had the mute on the telly watching the Exeter game, mm-hmm. and I had noise coming out of my phone. She said, "Are you watching two games? Are you dual screening?" I said, "No, I've muted the telly and I'm listening to Inside the Back Black Box." The the aircraft <laughs> investigations podcast. So I had the visuals of rugby and the auditory sensation of hearing about the Concord disaster. It's it as whatever year that was. I mean, look, Honestly, it, it, you talk about living your best life, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You've got to, you know, you've got to stimulate both ends of that sort of <laughs> mental spectrum. She genuinely laughed out loud and left the room. <laughs> Quite right too. Let's face it. What else we got here? Uh, shit. Ian Wallace says, shit, the last five minutes of Edinburgh against Benetton. A total clusterfuck. <laughs> yes, as we mentioned. He yeah. said, however, good was the first 75 minutes against Benetton. That's the spirit, Ian. Yeah. A good away win was, was almost in the back when, you know, yeah. everyone thought it was going to be a challenging season. So let's, yeah, yeah I suppose, take, take some things where you find them. Uh, Thorv in the red gets in touch and he says, shit is the slow motion head on head train crash that was Dragons versus Leinster. Still funny, oh, yeah. though, I think we've covered that. Uh, I'll tell you Toby... what, shit, right? Yeah, go on, go. That they've decided that Moana Pacifica, the new Super Rugby team, uh, are going to play all their home games in Auckland for the next eight years. So, this bright shining star of, you know, growing the game in the Pacific Islands is going to just be playing in downtown Auckland for the next eight years. Yeah, you know, the Fijians are actually playing in Fiji because, you know, <laughs> that's a good idea. But for some reason, a team that's supposed to be representing and elevating Tonga and Samoan rugby won't get to play in their home t- in front of their home fans for it's, eight years. Isn't it because Samoa have put a seven-year isolation period on COVID testing? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's it. Well, I, th- I think everybody's agreed that they're not playing in the, the islands for 2022, which is fair enough because things might be a bit still testy there. But after that, Fiji are like, well, fuck yeah, we've been playing in Fiji, obviously. Whereas they're like, you know what? You can just stay playing in Auckland where we can keep an eye on you and naturalise you and cap you if we need you. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Well, mm. uh, what have we got here? Speaking of multitasking, Phil Jones says, I'm watching The Walking Dead on Disney right now while listening to the live stream. Oof. That is that, but that must be quite the cocktail of sounds. <laughs> I mean, you, especially if you've got them both going, like you're not just watching one on, yeah. like, on subtitles or whatever. In which case, I'm sure the subtitles on The Walking Dead are quite strange. Ooh. Never watched it. Never, never, uh, never watched the first season and a half. Uh, found it just repetitive is what I hear. Repetitive and also just too invested in milking the you know grapes of human suffering for my particular enjoyment. 
which I think will su- surprise a lot of people, I'll be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. I need something a bit light. I don't like depressing things. Yeah. I need something to lift me up. Imagine if you, yeah. didn't, if you didn't watch stuff that cheered him up. What would it be like every week, everyone? Fucking hell, honestly. Uh, Toby Baker gets in touch. He said, shit, is Nina but had directed the water boy to harass the touch George over the call that was correct anyway? Yes, as we discussed earlier, it, the, the call is largely irrelevant. It stops sending people <laughs> to do stuff like that. Yeah. Shit. Linda Mason, hello, Linda. She says, shit is Premier Sports TV's timings when you're recording a game, only the second half of Dragons Leinster because they'd never get it right. Showed first half as a separate programme on swimming. <laughs> BT Sport buggers for that, especially if you want to record yeah, um, documentaries. Could they start like 20 minutes later than they're supposed to? Yeah, they it do. Cuts because, off the end of it and stuff. because they basically put them in and around sort of late night live sport. They're they're fucking all over the shop, and you'd think that in this modern TiVo, Sky Q fucking fancy world, they wouldn't just need to do yeah. it by time. It's not video plus, is it? There's all yeah. time. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like I've got to fucking find the bloody number in the Radio Times <laughs> and then put it into my fucking video player. The um, speaking of documentaries, the new one, the uh, Ben Zafanaya one, football's wind rush generation or whatever. Oh yeah, whatever it's called, is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I watched that. That's pretty good. Um, Ryan Spencer gets in touch. He says, "Shit is well." I told Josh Gardner I don't agree with whinging about refs, but the Irk official, the Irk bringing a replacement for Munster versus Stormers that lives down the road from Thomond is a little bit too much. So I now owe Josh some beers. He says. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all, we all, Pro Fourteen refs, mate. Welcome to the fucking party. Yeah. Might have a new badge on it, but it's still the same ref <laughs> oh, yeah. behind the badge. Um, they do the best. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to good? I think we probably should, yeah. I'll kick off with this one. Graham Golvin, lovely listener, Graham, long-time supporter, listener, contributor, says, I don't know what's up with Facebook. It's broken, Graham. He says, yeah. but, I sell, but I want to selfishly put my good in the mix, so I'm posting it here. So he basically he sent me a Patreon message. He said, unbelievably good. The birth of our second daughter, Cora Elizabeth Gulvin, on Saturday, the 2nd of October, so this weekend, at a whopping £9.13. Christ <laughs> almighty. Your poor wife. I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> said, clearly, Cora's going to be following her dad in front row duties. Yes, absolutely. Um, he did give some more details about the fact that it's, uh, it's miscarriage month in October, and they've had some difficult times in between the first daughter, alien and... and and Cora being born, so it's wonderful news for them. So Indeed. everyone give a lot of love that way, and, and co- congratulations Preach. to all of you. And so that's Graham, Fiona, Ailey, Ailey sorry, oh, so slipped into me non-Scottish pronunciation there, Ailey and Cora. <laughs> lovely name as well, Indeed. a lovely name, Cora. Indeed. Um, any goods from you, Josh? Uh, tell you what, R.G. Snyman giving Munster fans what they've been waiting for <laughs> with that. I mean, yeah. it's hard, like... It's hard not to enjoy any player coming back from a bad injury and showing, you know, the fans of the club what they've been missing. Hello, Gareth Anscombe, I love you. Um, but honestly, watching that big Saffalock take the ball like it's a loaf of bread, whirl it pirouetting through the whole Stormers' defence like a fucking basketball player in the post, and then just slamming it. Honestly, just great. That's the things that you love about rugby, it's a giant man doing that is absolutely up there. 
Yeah, and see, I think he's missing a trick because he's a glorious specimen of a man and everything else. But I Absolutely. think he needs to play his mishap from last week into his brand and somehow yeah, find a way of setting himself on fire <laughs> while he's playing. So imagine yeah. all of that while aflame. Indeed. And you notice he's, he's cut his hair quite a bit in his beard now. I can only <laughs> assume that that's a sort of cautionary measure. <laughs> yes. It won't <laughs> go near a candle or anything anymore. Um <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Simon O'Keefe gets in touch. He says, good. Is Brock Harris of the Stormers playing the longest con in rugby history by playing for Dragons for seven years to trick <laughs> Munster into thinking that he's shite? So, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Um, Comrade Sporty agrees with you, Josh. He says, good. Is RG Snyman tormenting his countrymen? And we will see a lot more of this in the irk. Yes. I think we will. Dan Shears says, good was a last minute of Tigers versus Saris, but shit was a preceding 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. He said, shit is that Facebook seems to have fallen over, worse than Ali Crossdale versus Carl Ferns. <laughs> <laughs> Ferns is quite the shit out on the quiet, isn't he? Yes, Not as a player, but in, remember how shitty he was about Burgess we left Bath as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's a scouser, well, isn't it? Wonderfully shit out scouser about got, Carl Ferns. He got, he got chippy as fuck about Carl Sinclair's man of the match interview after the uh, Bristol Bath game on, which I'll level with you, was once again a really fucking weird interview from Carl Sinclair at the end of a game where he shouts out his guru again. <laughs> and Bizarre. I mean, if it fucking works for you, mate. Do you remember on. when we were doing those very, not, not very long, you know, short feature on doing like daft stories about players that we made up? Yes. And I did one about Carl Ferns, and I can't remember what it was, right? I can't remember what it was. But I know that somebody who he knows, he contacted (laughs) Carl Ferns, contacted this guy and said, do they think I'm thick or something? They're taking the piss. No, it's just I've just invented a stupid character and called it Carl Ferns, basically. (laughs) I can't remember what it was now. But I remember being texted saying, Carl Ferns is a bit pissed off. I was like, for fuck's sake. Fucking hell. But you know, it's it's, it's a risky yeah, it take. You try and be funny in the internet world. Yeah, and it doesn't strike me that Carl Ferns is unreconstructed enough that he I, I don't, yeah. uh, gives very short shrift to Carl Sinclair and his guru. But <laughs> yes. you know, it, I mean, it is just. Well, that, I mean, that yeah. whole interview was so weird, where he was just talking about how, like, you know, basically, you came back from Lions duty a couple of weeks early. Is what, and he was talking about it like he'd fucking run a marathon or climbed Everest or something, or like he'd fucking lopped out a kidney and gave it to Stephen Luatua for lunch. It's like, all right, mate, like fair play to you. You came back a bit early from your Lions to a duty, but let's not go, let's not fucking lose our heads here. Robert Haggart says, didn't Carl <laughs> yes, punch did. it? Yes, he did. Yeah, yes. he did. <laughs> did punch Gavin Hansen. Yes, it's one of the most yeah, famous things. Uh, what else we got here then? Uh, Adam Fletcher says, good. The Springboks, what an epic game. Very good. And also, Lucania Adams behind the back pass. Yes. Adam says, Adam signs Hoffier by saying, I'll never forget it. I mean, it's quite a lovely yeah. way to sign off. I'll never, yeah. I'll never forget that. I mean, it's true, uh, though. I never, you I won't never forget will either. Phil Jones says, finally, good. The look on Ellis Genji's face at full time at Welford Road on Saturday afternoon. But even better than that was a look on Mr. and Mrs. Ray's face at the same time. He's definitely the... enjoying being Isn't he? Captain Angry. 
It's made him worse, which is simultaneously made him better. It's hard to explain, but yeah. 100%. Have you got any more good? There were lots more goods given on Twitter, on Facebook, but as you as I've already told you, I was too busy being enraged about birthday party prizes to pull them together <laughs> properly. So <laughs> prices, not prizes. You got anything else before we sign off? Um, I was just gonna well, I shouted about earlier, but yeah, Max Germo, yeah. real deal. And that's um, us, everybody. I hope all of you people who don't normally join have enjoyed this. Um yeah. More of the same next yeah. week if you want to join as a patron. And uh, hopefully Facebook while, will be working again at some internet, point. Internet, sh- internet shutdown 2021 happens. Do you know that Twitter are so smug about this that they've already got a, uh, a hashtag with a, one of those little emojis at the end of it for internet shutdown? That is currently... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is... That is some smug shit. When I worked at it for a large company once, we lost an entire day of trading when I was in the private sector uh, because... It all every computer system went down in the Cardiff office, and basically they they discovered it's called the Daisy Chain. A load of servers in the comms room, and somebody had kicked the plug out the wall or something. It was <laughs> so I reckon it could be something as stupid as that. Yeah, I mean, I worked at a company once, and they were too tight to actually buy a server, so they just had a Mac Pro that was like on the floor <laughs> in one of the rooms of the office, and regularly we'd lose server access. And the, it would be because Sarah's kicked the power lead out of the server <laughs> computer again. And it was always Sarah. And Bloody Sarah. <sighs> Honestly. Right, we're done. Thank Indeed. you, everybody. We'll speak to you all next week. Take, Take care. care. Have a good one. Bye. However you like to do it. Indoors. Outdoors. In the gym or playing the field. You know that being fit comes with benefits. At Lifestyle Sports, we have the sportswear for you. Brands that turn you on. Innovation that gives you the edge and no strings advice. So you can choose life with benefits. Style with benefits. Sports with benefits. Your life, your style, your sports. At LifestyleSports.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.